Well, hello, and welcome to Whatever This Fuckery Is podcast. I'm your host, Valerie, and tonight's episode is going to be a very hard topic and a very, very hard uh, thing for me to uh, talk about and put out there. And, um, I recognize that this will also probably be a very hard episode for others to listen to out there. And I will definitely recognize that this, um, would be an episode that would be not listened to all that much. And, uh, that's perfectly fine, uh, you know. Um, I'm putting this uh, out there and recording this primarily for me um, because I, I I need to stop burying this all down and just ignoring it all and just keep just shoving it behind me and and going forward and you know just trying to act just push it away and block it out and act like none of it's ever happened. But it's not a very healthy thing to do because, well, here I am, like, tonight. All these memories came back just organically and naturally, and I wanted to shove them away again. And I just, I was like, no, brain, why? Why can we not do this tonight? Can we not? But, um... I guess I might as well just put this out there and talk it out and you know uh, or I could even just discuss this in therapy but I've never been able to bring it up in therapy because I don't want to acknowledge any of it I, I don't want to acknowledge any of this ever happened to me and um so, content warning, uh, this episode is going to be about, uh, sexual assault. <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to go my throat. <laughs> uh, sexual assault and internalized victim blaming. A lot of internalized victim blaming. Um... For anyone who cannot bear listening to personal experience stories of sexual assault, please stop listening to this episode. And there's a a pretty good episode I put out about what I believe in spirituality beliefs. You could listen to that. Or my political beliefs one. Um... And in all honesty, I think I'm going to let this one be my very last podcast episode on personal experience and uh, traumas that I've been through, Uh, or at least episodes I primarily focus on those. Um, After this episode, I'm going to start focusing primarily on reviewing video games I enjoyed, uh, movies, books I enjoyed, etc., and just keep things not 
as traumatic. <laughs> um, but so yeah. Um, here we go. I've thought of making this episode before, way back when I first thought about doing a podcast. And this was one of the episodes I was going to make. Uh, truth be told, it was episode four I was going to make. And it's funny, this is going to end up being my episode four anyways. Uh, but at the, I ended up deciding not to, to make this an episode because I just thought, why put that negativity out there in that world? And also, I, I thought and figured, um, why, why do that to myself and put myself through this, uh, uh, reliving it or not like reliving it, but just talking about it and facing it and, and acknowledging it. Or, or even putting this out there and releasing this uh, out there and subjecting listeners to this. I don't think that's right whatsoever at all. And But there's also another part of me that thinks and believes that I should do this for myself instead of constantly pushing it aside and, and trying to act like it never happened and never acknowledging it. Because then otherwise, I will end up with moments like tonight, where the memories just, the, the, just come flooding in. Like, like the, the dam I built around these experiences, um, they became overflowed and the memories and the, the rushing and the flowing is going to flow out and overflow and come over the the dam and it, and it's flooding through and this happens after sometimes there will be times and nights where I just have to face it and it hurts and it sucks every time and I just want to bury it all away again and so I'm primarily putting this out there and talking about this for myself and also hopefully if there's any others out there uh, um, others who've, uh, experienced the same thing or, but experienced sexual assaults or rape, uh, can know that they're not alone and, and that you're not alone in, in the feelings of guilt or, or, or internalized victim blaming and, and, and feeling disgust within yourself and hating yourself. You're not alone because I felt, I've also felt those. And I guess... This is just, uh, either way, this is not going to be easy. And I don't really know where to start or how to begin this, to be honest. But I guess I'll start and go with sharing a bit of information about myself that will help explain or 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 let people in on an understanding my perspective or the way my my mindset works uh i'm a very passive person and somebody who doesn't really like confrontation i avoid confrontation at all costs and um I'm also kind of a pushover and I don't 
I've never really had uh, an ability to speak up for myself, and and I've I've just always struggled with me having a voice for myself and speaking out for myself and speaking up. Um, I've always struggled with that, and I've definitely gotten a little much better at this point now, finally. Um, but the fact that I'm an extremely passive individual who's a major pushover and somebody who's a total doormat and and hates co- confrontation and avoids confrontation at all costs and doesn't r- really know how to speak up for themselves or f- or know how to find that voice f- within themselves and speak out or or struggled with stand- standing up for themselves um it's pretty much how I've got myself in most of these situations, which is also primarily where the victim blaming comes from. Uh, so yeah, but I've pretty much just drank uh, a glass of vodka and rum chata mixed together to uh, help me bite this bullet and here we go <laughs> um I guess the first occurrence the very first time ever I was 19 years old and I don't really see the point of me sharing this first experience but I guess since it is the first experience I might as well, but it's also a pretty much very uh, uh, fuzzy memory and kind of hard to remember that much. But um, I was 19 years old. I had gone out to a gay bar for the very second time in my life, uh, freshly out as a as a gay boy. Uh, obviously, um. My past, uh, I was a gay boy, and I didn't start transitioning and being, and coming to terms with being a, a woman and, and begin transitioning, taking hormones and being the trans woman and being Valerie, who I am now today, until around 25. So pretty much... 20, 24 and under, I was a gay boy. Um, so that's just a bit of an information disclaimer. <laughs> so anyways, I was 19 years old. And, uh, it was my second time ever going out to a gay bar. And also freshly out. Um, I just remember this guy was like trying to talk to me or something like that. And, um, I don't remember how or what led to us, 
hooking up in the bathroom. But I know we hooked up in the bathroom. And that was consensual. But um, then later on after that was done. I went back out and as far as mostly just like standing in the back corner watching people. Because I was extremely shy back then. Um, but the dude who I had just hooked up with in the bathroom. He came up to me and I guess he was telling me how he had his cousin with me. With him, not me, but with him, and they were asking if I would go to the bathroom with them, and I was, I was, I was trying to say no. I was like, N- no, n- no, I, I'm, I'm fine, I'm good. And uh, but the dude, he, he took me by the hand, and uh, led me towards the bathroom, and. Granted, I understand and I know that I could have just said no even more fiercely or just walked away and not let it happen. And I kicked myself for it because I, this is probably what I definitely should have done. I don't, like I said, I've just always been a major doormat and a walk all over me type of person. And um, a major pushover. I've, I've never really had a backbone, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, I remember we were in a stall and one of them was like, take your, pull your pants down. And I was just like, no, no, I, I don't really want to do this. And they just said it again. And I guess, and I got to say, no, no, I don't, I'm, yeah. I don't want to, and I guess I just kept pushing, and I just finally gave in just to get it over with. Uh, the the cousin, you know, fingered me or whatever, and uh, they tried to get inside me, <laughs> but they couldn't. Uh, and then I guess they finally gave up, thankfully. And it was over with. And I just kind of felt disgusted with myself, I guess. Um, I just kind of went home and took the last train back home. And I just thought it over. And I was just like, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you just, why did you just let it happen? Why, why you, why you gotta be like a passive pushover and just... Go into that place of I should just let this happen so it'll be finally over with and then I can move on. And I never really considered that sexual assault, even though it kind of felt like it. Like I knew it, 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 it was what it was. I just never felt comfortable talking about this with other people or, or calling. It rape or so, or even any of the other occurrences and experiences that I'm gonna share. Uh, but I hated myself afterwards, and I felt complete disgust. And I like, what? Why don't you just speak up more, or just walk away, or just not let anything happen? Like, why are you such a pussy? <laughs> um. 
yeah, so that's the first experience. Um, we can fast forward to a few more years. I think back to after obviously my mom's passing and everything, and I any switch you guys all will probably know. And if you listen to that episode, episode one, you pretty much know that. Especially now I'm making this episode, I'm uh, a person who uh, lived kind of a very rough life and experienced quite a bit of roughness in life. Not, I'm definitely a person, I'm a person who hasn't had a very easy life and I've been through a lot of shit and the second experience I had happened around, I want to say the time that I was 23 and I had hooked up with this guy off grinder um and uh, I remember we hooked up and had sex that night uh turned out he, for some reason he was staying the night this oh also a more background story this was around the time that I lived alone and had my own apartment and uh I I would hook up with a lot of dudes in that apartment. Uh, having my own apartment and living alone, it kind of uh, definitely made having a sex life and hooking up a lot easier. Um, but so yeah, this one hookup, this one dude, um, he... Uh, yeah, so after we hooked up and had sex, he didn't really, like, leave afterwards, like I'm used to people doing. And, um, I just, I don't know, it was awkward. And I, because I didn't know how to say, hey, like, this was fun. Can you get out? Because, like, once again, I'm a person who doesn't like confrontation or knows how to speak up, speak up for themselves. <laughs> uh... So I just kind of awkwardly just kind of like, I didn't really sleep because mostly because I'm a person who can't sleep very well with uh, somebody else there in my bed, especially like a new person, like somebody I barely know. <laughs> I, I guess that's probably an obvious, obvious thing, like who, who could, you know, but uh, um, I just kept thinking, what? Why didn't this dude just leave? Why is he, like, staying the night? I'm so confused right now. Most of the time, anybody I hook up with, they just, like, leave right afterwards. You know? But, um... So, in the morning, he ended up, like, wanting to go again. And I didn't really want to have sex again, you know? So, I was like, no... No, I, uh, I I don't want to, you know, but he kept uh, pressuring me, you know, and like pushing. He's like, I, I just, he was just kept being like, but I like, I really want to like, just like turn around and bend over. And I was just kept being like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go again. I don't really want to have sex again. You know, I'm not really in the mood, but 
you know, he, he just kept pushing and he was just like, turn out, turn over and, and I guess I just, I just did, I just complied and let it happen. Um, just to get it over with. And he did his thing. And then he left. Uh, once again, I felt a lot of disgust with myself. And a lot of self-hatred for myself. Uh, a, a, a lot of feelings of... What's wrong with you? Like, why... Why can't you just speak up for yourself? Like, come on, stop being a pushover. Stop being like this. Stop just complying and letting things happen just to get through and over with a situation that you don't want to be a part of. You know? Um, I... I don't know. I definitely tried to, um work on myself more uh, and I was trying to build myself up more a lot more and into around the third experience and occurrence and this is definitely one the worst one um, the ones that most this, 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 and the the next one after this um, were the memories that mostly came back for me, especially tonight. Uh, it's definitely also the most fucked up one. Uh, this third time, uh, at the time, I was working as uh, an underwear boy at this gay bar. Um, uh, at this bar, an underwear boy was just kind of considered like it was a, a an event on Friday nights. Um, it was like an event that happened during their happy hour. So during their happy hour... Uh, there were a bunch of us underwear boys, and uh, we were mostly just like 18 to like probably 24, 25, mostly just college-aged boys. Um, and we would just like be in only our underwear uh, at this bar, and we would flirt with the, the bar patrons and talk to them uh try, it, it was kind of like a way and an incentive to get more pa uh bar patrons for the bar you know and uh they got the bar patrons can get drinks or buy us boys some drinks or um yeah and i guess it was also a way for because we would also try to help and encourage and get more sales for the bar you know uh, we would, well, like I said, we would flirt with the bar patrons, we would talk to them, uh, you know, 
they would tip us and put like uh, dollar bills in our underwear, which was definitely a thrill for me at the time. I uh, I really enjoyed and loved uh, when like guys would like put money in my underwear. <laughs> um, I like it, it basically just mostly just flirting and just being all over the bar patrons and everything and being eye candy basically so it's not like it's kind of like a stripper job but not exactly like a stripper job because it's not like I'm dancing on a pole or anything but I am prancing around in a bar uh half naked and basically just my underwear <laughs> and we would wear jock straps too if when you wore jock straps you would get more money because your ass is hanging out and everything um but so this one particular night, I remember there was this trans girl and you could tell she was very fresh and new and, uh, being a trans woman and, um, she saw me at the uh, when I was working as an underwear boy at this bar. She saw me there. That's how she met me. Uh, she was mostly I I danced on her and stuff for a little bit, just try to help and make a little bit more extra money, you know. Um, from like you know other bar patrons seeing or watching me dance <laughs> and or like uh, against somebody else, but uh, um. She kept, like, coming up to me and, like, following me around or stuff. And, like, she kept, like, asking if I would want to hook up. And I was just, like, or if she could come home with me. And I was just, like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like, really, like, I just, I, I just, I'm not really here to find hookups or, or sleep with anybody. I'm just here to make a little extra cash for, like, to pay, help pay with bills or buy groceries, um, but she kept being so persistent, like nonstop asking. Like she's coming off really desperate, and I don't like desperate people. Like desperate people are just so gross. <laughs> you know, like if you're desperate, I automatically or just keep. If you're desperate and you keep bugging me, I just automatically have zero interest in you whatsoever at all, because that just completely puts me off. Um. But, yeah, she just kept, like, pushing me and stuff. Just kept being like, hey, like, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to hook up. We don't have to have sex. I'm just lonely. We can just uh, hang out and, and be friends. And I, I really wasn't comfortable with it. I really wasn't. And um, I just kept saying, like, no, not, no, not really. Like, you know. I kept trying to, like, just get out of it and, like, let her down easily. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want to have sex. I'm not. I don't want to hook up. Uh, I just, I'm just here working. That's it. That's all. Uh, but, yeah, she just kept being very persistent. And when, you know, like, she just kept saying how, like, we don't have to hook up. We don't have to have sex. Uh, we can just like hang out. And it could be like a friend thing. And I just let in. I just 
not let in, but like, you know, I was just, I was just, okay, yeah, fine, as long as nothing happens, because I don't want anything to happen. I, I, meant, I was adamant to keep making sure I, I put it in, not put it in, but I just being, kept making sure I was being adamant to be like, yeah, I, I'm not, I like, I don't want anything sexual to happen, I'm, I don't want to hook up, I don't want, like, anything at all like that. I, God, why am I such a pushover? <laughs> but yeah, so, she ended up coming home with me, and, uh, I only let her come home with me and stay the night because, like I said, I'm a pushover, and even though this for once, finally, this one time, I was speaking up for myself and kept trying to say no, the persistent pushiness just kept being so pushy, and every time I'd say no, they wouldn't stop, but, uh, I guess you would say I'm, I'm pretty of a uh, naive and trusting person uh, to just be like, okay, yeah, sure, you can come home with me as long as it's just nothing happens at all, strictly platonic, and maybe it could be like a friend's thing, because that was another thing I was looking for, you know, at the time. I, I wasn't really looking for anything romantic. I wasn't really looking for... I was mostly just, I didn't need friends, so I was just like, well, if I can make a friend out of this, why not? That'd be kind of cool, you know? Um, and we ended up watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show because she had never seen it before, and uh, she just kept going on and on about, like, I don't know how she's lonely, how she wants to... I, I can't really remember exactly. I just know that uh, we were talking and stuff. I, I mentioned a couple of things about being somebody who's kind of a pushover and kind of easily taken advantage of because I, I tend to struggle and have a hard time with speaking out for myself and uh, saying no. But how I've definitely gotten much better at it, and 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 am able to speak out for myself a little bit better and more now. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think she had asked something about like if she could kiss me, and I was just like, no. Like I, I was definitely made sure I was. I was like, no. I'm sorry. I'm just no. I'm not. I don't want anything to happen. And she apologized and everything. And, uh, then we, uh, ended up being, uh, we, we went to sleep. And I just remember in, in the middle of the night, she was, I was kind of like half asleep. But I was kind of waking up to it. But she was kind of like, like, kissing me and stuff. And I, not like actually like full on, like, you know, obviously kissing, but just like a little lightly like kissing my lips and stuff. And I felt just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, you know, I'm half asleep 
and I was just like, I didn't really be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I just kind of like laid there and I was just like, I wonder if this person's going to do anything further. Like, what the fuck? And they did. Like, I, uh, they, she, she, um, she got on top of me and she started rubbing herself against me. Like, obviously, I guess, I, I don't think I have to go into detail. Obviously, you guys probably know what that meant or means, um. But yeah, she she started rubbing herself against me, and I I was just lying there like, oh, I I can't believe this is happening. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, um, what the fuck? And I just I finally just kind of like started speaking up, and I was like, well, what are you doing? And I don't really remember what she said. I just remember her apologizing a lot. And I, I just rolled over. And I just kind of held myself. And I was just like... I wasn't really speaking. I just... I, I, I honestly, I can't really remember much of what happened. I just... I, I remember her trying to get me to talk. She was apologizing. She was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I I know it was wrong. I, I should have done this to you. Uh, I Especially after I know how um, you told me you, you have a hard time speaking up for yourself and saying no and everything. And I was just... And she just kept going on like... And I... I and uh, 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 how you told me you're you tend to be somebody who's easily taken advantage of and you struggle hard with speaking up for yourself um she was just she was saying something or like about how like can you at least just talk to me like can we be adults about this and just talk about this I was just laying there I was just thinking the fuck what the fuck is this person's problem like do you not understand what you just did to me? Like, you, you're, you were kissing me and rubbing yourself against me while I was asleep. Like, that's a fucking violation of 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 boundaries right there. And also, I had said no countless times. I just kept saying no all throughout the night. You know, I don't think there's any way around it to have not understood and know that fucking no means no. Like, there's no way I could have given off, like, wrong signals. I kept making sure I was adamant all throughout the night before I ended up just being a pushover and saying, yeah, sure, okay, fine, you can come over and stay the night. Even when she asked she could kiss me when we were watching the Rocky Horror Picture, I said, no, I don't, I don't want to, and I'm not looking to hook up, I don't want anything to happen between us, I'm, no. And she still did this to me. And then the fact that she's just 
You know, it's just... I don't know. It's just a crazy experience, to be honest. Like, like I just said, like, you're literally admitting to me what that you violated me and you're doing this to me even after I told you no countless times and how I, knowing you knowing that I told you that I am easily taken advantage of and and struggle with speaking up for myself and have a hard time speaking up for myself and the fact that I was able to keep saying no countlessly tonight and, and put making sure I put my boundaries up and aware you keep pushing yourself and you're trying I don't I don't know what else to say just pushing and everything and, and it's just like the fuck what you did is wrong and you should just actually own up to it and acknowledge it who, who, who the fuck are you to sit here and and, and, and tell me all this and telling me flat out basically that you know what you did is wrong and 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 that and then you and that you know that I'm easily taken advantage of, of or that I struggle with speaking up for myself and and you're admitting it and then you expect me and you sit there and tell me can can we at least talk about this like adults <laughs> like what the fuck what the fuck is wrong with you but yeah I don't know she just kept going on about how oh I'm so sorry I don't I don't know why I do these things I'm so fucked up I I'm so sorry I shouldn't have done this I just kept laying there I was like why why are you twistiness about you and I I just kept think I didn't really talk much or say anything at all I was really saying to her I was like I said no to you all night long I didn't even want you to come over you still pushed yourself constantly you never accepted my no in the first place even back at the bar when I said no I don't want you to come home with me and then even now back and countlessly all night long, even at the bar, even at like my house, when you kept trying to make moves of me, I kept saying no, 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 I don't want anything to happen, no. And you still did this, and now you're flat out telling me that you already, you know, I already struggle and have a hard time, and you still do what you did. I don't know. It was just fucking weird. I still can't get over that. I literally still cannot get over that. Oh, can you just... Can we at least just talk about this? Like a mature adults. <laughs> like... Like... What? What? I... Just what? What? But, yeah, I guess after that, the next morning, don't ask me why I did this. Probably because I'm fucking crazy. Or maybe I'm just too much of a fucking nice person. I don't know if anybody else would have done this. But I gave her bus money so she can get on the bus and go back. 
Uh, so I made sure I gave her plenty of bus money so she could have money to go home. And, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember I walked her to the bus stop and everything. I even remember trying to help her and teach her about, like, how to talk properly or whatever. Um, uh, you know, I was giving her some tips that I knew. Um, me, I don't know what I was about to say. Other than, because at the time, around this time, I was questioning my gender. and I was viewing myself as non-binary. So, I was uh, talking myself, myself, you know. So I gave her tips on talking or whatever. Um. Yeah, so as we were walking, as, uh, yeah, as I was walking to the bus stop, I remember we passed, like, Burger King, and she mentioned something about, like, being hungry. So we stopped there, and again, don't ask me why I did this, because especially after what she did to me. But, uh, I guess I'm a nice person, but I, I bought her some Burger King for breakfast or whatever, and... And then finished walking her on her way to the bus stop. And then she left, thankfully. And afterwards, I just... I felt disgusted. I hated myself. And I felt powerless. Honestly, after that experience, I literally just powerless. I felt like words have no power. I felt like literally saying no means nothing and it has no power. And I, I, I literally just felt like no matter what I do, like all the other times that happened, I just kept thinking to myself, it's because I didn't speak up for myself. I didn't push harder. I didn't keep saying no. And I just let it happen. But this time, this time I was better about it. This time I kept saying no. I kept trying to make sure I was adamant about that. I, I, I just kept saying no. And to have this person be touching me and rubbing themselves against me and trying to kiss me in my sleep. It's disgusting. It's it's invasion of boundaries. I I don't I don't know how to explain it or describe it. I just what she did to me. She just made me feel so powerless and like no matter what you do, it just it just made me feel like it taught me no matter what you do, whether you you just comply and let something happen or even if you you be on top of it and you 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 be adamant about saying no I don't want this to happen no can no I'm not I don't I don't want anything I don't want to get into anything sexual I don't want anything to happen it just made me feel like none of that matters because I like I it just made me feel like I'm not a human being it made me feel feel like I'm just an object. I'm, it made me feel like 
I, I, I was powerless and, and, and that no matter what, no matter what I say or, or, or say no, none of it matters because it just made me feel like I was just an object, just an object for somebody's taking, for somebody to take and, and I'm just an object. If somebody wanted me or wants me, they can just take me, do do with me as they please or what they will, and that's that. And that's it. Well, well, I'm not human to them. I'm just a thing for somebody's pleasure, and that's all I am. I'm not seen as a human or a person. And I, t- I don't. I don't know what else to say about that. I also just know that I did. I never really felt comfortable sleeping with anybody else after that. Um, I would have a few couple of friends with benefits, you know, who people who would stay over the night and we would cuddle and stuff. It just. It just got a little bit harder for me to do that. I would, I would think about these, those things. It it bothered me, you know. Like, I I don't I don't know what to say about this. I don't know what what to describe it as. I just to have somebody. To go that far and be touching you and rubbing themselves against you in your sleep is just disgusting. And to have that person trying to avoid what they did to you. And am I trying to say gaslight? I don't know. I don't think they were trying to gaslight me. Maybe they were. They just kept trying to turn the table on the pity party on them and, and, and find a reason and an excuse for what they did. Even though I still don't fucking get that mindset. That fucking god damn it. That whole thing of just telling me, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I do these things. And, and... Oh, I'm such a fucked up person, and I, I know, I know, and I knew from what you told me that you're easily taken advantage of, and you struggle with saying no, and I know I, what I did was wrong, and, oh, can't we just talk about this like adults? Because I was not saying a word, I wasn't talking to them, I wasn't looking at them, I just wrote over and held myself after afterwards, and there was just spewing all this bullshit, and I'm listening to it, and... It just was like, the fuck is your problem? What the fuck is your problem? I just... I just... Felt powerless. I just felt like an object. Like I'm not a human. And I'm just there for anybody's taking. If they want me, they can just take me. And that's what it made me feel like. And it just made me feel like no matter what, even just speaking up for yourself and saying no, it doesn't fucking matter. Because a person is going to do whatever the fuck they want, and if they want you, 
they're just gonna fucking take you and they're gonna have you because you mean nothing to them uh, that it just fucking hurts um Okay. On to the very last and fourth experience, which is another memory I just kept having tonight, and I wanted to stop. I wanted to stop thinking about it tonight while I was pushing carts at work. I wanted to stop thinking about it. I wanted to get out of my head. I didn't want to think about it. But this time, this is a few, I think this was around the one year or two years that I was on hormones. Um, I remember it was like spring or summer. I was on, I, I got on a butt. This day I, I, I wore this really cute black dress. And I think it was a cute black dress that I had just I was excited because I just bought it from like Target a few weeks ago and it was like I just really liked the way it looked and everything and and my body in it I liked it a lot and um I had plans with a friend to go to a Goodwill and uh so we could just look at clothes and shop or whatever and I remember being on the bus and um this guy just and the so well before I well yeah so the this guy he just sits down next to me on the bus and uh but let me just uh make an emphasis on this that this was around 3 p.m. in the day around like not even 3 p.m., but probably like around like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. And this bus was full, okay? Like, this was a full bus. And like, broad daylight around like spring, summerish time. I think it was around summertime. Yeah, it was summertime. So this was summertime. It was like a bright daylight, like afternoon. It was a full bus. And this dude, he just sits down next to me in the bus. And I'm just listening to my music. And I just... I just feel his, uh... Hand on my, uh... On my thigh. And, uh... I kind of remember him just keep trying to, like... Get my attention as if, like, he, he wanted me to, like, take his phone or something like that and put, like, my information down in it or number in it. And I just kind of, like, kept ignoring him because I thought in my head, I was just thinking, maybe if I just keep ignoring this dude, he'll get the hint. Or if I just don't even pay zero or any attention to him, he'll take the hint. <laughs> um, clearly, no, that doesn't, no, that doesn't work. Just ignoring a guy does not work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, his, um, I just know his hand was on my thigh 
and I just remember his hand going up my thigh and his hand was was over my curves he his my, his hand went on my hips he fell up my hips and he he definitely tried to Sand definitely did try to get close to my crotch area, but I just kind of like, you know, just I think he couldn't really get it, get to it. Um, but uh, his hand kind of went higher up over, over my my hips and my curves and just over my uh, he put his hand on my boob and he he, uh, I don't know if he actually read my nipple or not I kind of think he did but I don't remember that well I just know that his hand all I remember is his hand going up my thigh over my hips and him like touching my boob and nipple and I just kind of remember his hand trying to get to my crotch but like thankfully he never did (laughs) um Uh, and I just kind of kept sitting there and I just in my head I was just like oh my god what the I didn't know what to do you know I just kept thinking maybe if I uh, ignore him and uh, maybe if I just ignore him and don't don't um Acknowledge him or or give him any responses at all. He'll stop. Because what fun would it be if you just keep touching somebody who completely ignores you. You know, or doesn't give you the time of day or whatever at all. Um, But I just, I just, I was extremely uncomfortable. The most uncomfortable I've ever been. And... I I just kept re- I remember I just I just didn't know what to do. I I I had a knife in my purse. I was just like I could get this knife a knife out and just put it in my hand and just like you know press it against his thigh as like a warning like you like stop get your fucking hands off me. But I didn't I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if that would get make him retaliate or 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 escalate and this is written escalate into further even more and I just because I was just like in awe like how this dude is fuck how daring is this fucking guy to be doing this to me and I'm not even sitting in the back of the bus. I'm sitting towards the front of the bus, okay? I'm sitting towards the front of the bus and this dude is doing this to me as a full bus and there's a camera on the bus and everything like this dude has fucking balls and he's really daring and if he's daring enough to be 
touching my thighs and and and, and my hips and, and and my boobs on this bus. What what more would he be willing to do? So, I just I just didn't know what to do. You know, I just kept thinking if I if, what what would happen? You know, I just kept thinking what would happen when and. and and if I did something, or even did get the knife out and pressed it against into his thigh, or pressed it against him, like as a warning of just being like, like stop, don't fucking touch me. You know what I mean? It could have escalated into more. What else would he have done to me? You know? Uh huh. I guess I I should I should have made a scene. I should have. I should have. Just straight up, just told him stop loudly or don't fucking touch me loudly. Or just said not even just effort, but just said like stop, don't touch me, like that, just loudly enough so where others could have heard. But I just I I just didn't. I just didn't. And part of me just kind of felt like as like would somebody have even cared anyways even if I did you know like this is a full bus you know I mean somebody must have seen or noticed you know I just remember noticing dirty looks before this, that I was getting from people on the bus you know like back before this guy even got on, you know, like weird looks. Like I think I don't think it was two years in. I definitely think it was, this was like around being on hormones around like one year because I was, still wasn't that really. Yeah, yeah, I was on hormones for like one year when this happened, and I wasn't really that passing yet. Um, so people probably obviously knew I was trans, and I was wearing this black dress and with like stockings and well I don't I don't want to victim blame I don't I'm sorry I shouldn't it's not because of what I was wearing or or or, or blame it on the clothes I don't want to feel that and, and add fire to the fuel and, and let that be a thing for other people to be able to use an excuse but uh I think being of a, a early trend trans women in transition wearing a dress and stockings and uh black stockings that is and uh out in public on a, a bus where people could have probably didn't were looking me looks because they could probably tell or know that I was tra- a trans person or just like in their head like a boy wearing a dress or whatever who knows what they were thinking but maybe just like I, I guess maybe they w- wouldn't really have cared all that much and they wouldn't have really come to my rescue really because ultimately I, or at least this is just what I was thinking in my head during all this going on happening that they probably would have just thought it, I just kept thinking it would probably backfire me. And they would just be like, well, that's what you get for being a boy wearing a dress. You know? Or, 
they just would be or or just being laughed at by a cop or something or or others if I did make a scene or speak out you know I I just kept thinking about the what ifs and and how this could escalate to being even worse because like I said what this dude is being ballsy as hell and very daring to be touching me all over the way he he was touching my body all over right there on a bus uh, uh, a public bus uh, during broad daylight while I, we were both sitting up front on the bus nowhere in the back nowhere in the middle up front I just you know I don't know I don't know I should have I should have said something I, I should have said something I should have said something I should have been like no, stop, don't touch me. You know, I should have said something that way. Especially if there's a camera on there. There was a camera on that bus. That that would have been evidence for me. Probably just my silence and sitting there and letting it happen like I did. Probably just made it look like it wanted to happen. I just kept thinking the what-ifs and how this could get worse. That's... I should have, like, got the knife out and, like, uh, pressed it against his thigh as, like, a subtle warning, like, stop fucking touching me. Or I should have just, like, stabbed him in the thigh or something. Or I should have just loudly just said, stop, don't touch me. I should have done something. I should have done something. But I didn't. And I just, I just don't know what to make of this. I just, I, I'm, I guess I just make of it as, um, as a weak person, as a kind of like sad, pathetic person who is weak and can't speak up for themselves and like a fucking doormat and like how fucking weak can you be what the fuck is your problem I should have said something especially because if it was a full bus and there's cameras I would have could have had more people on my side I guess I just kept thinking That nobody would be there for me as a trans person. I just kept thinking how if the cops showed up, they would laugh at me. Make I or just say, well, maybe don't be a boy dressed like that. I just especially since I didn't have. A changed ID yet. You know, they would have looked at my ID and see my dead name, my old name, the name, given name, whatever you want to call it. I don't like using dead name. Uh, so, my old name and the sex marker say male. I just. I just didn't think. I just didn't know what to do. I just, I just 
let it happen. And I was just silent, let it happen. And just kept hoping that it would finally be over. Just please let this be over with. Just please let this be over with. He finally got off the bus. You know, at his stop. And, uh, which I'm glad because I kept thinking, I swear to God, I hope this dude does not get off at the same stop I do. Luckily, he didn't. <laughs> I just felt so disgusted with myself. And I didn't really handle it that well afterwards. I think I was, I just, I didn't feel like a human being. Again, I didn't feel like a human. I just, I didn't feel like a person. I felt like I was just an object for, for anybody to take and, and, and use. I just felt like an object and, and powerless and, and I'm nothing more but just a sex object for, for people to take and use as they please. And that feeling is just, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemies. I really wouldn't. And I I wanted to destroy my beauty. I, I started picking up smoking. I was like chain smoking, like literally chain smoking, like smoking back to back to back to back to back. I was drunk every day, drinking in the morning, drinking during the day, uh, drinking at night. I was just chain smoking and constantly drinking for, oh, two weeks straight. I wanted to destroy my beauty. I wanted to destroy my looks in, in a hopes that nobody would ever be attracted to me again and and ever want to touch me again or or ever want me again and I finally ended up just stopped what I was doing to myself because in all honesty I'm kind of a vain person and uh, I knew that if I took my beauty away I would hate myself even more. And I would feel even more disgusted with myself. And. Yeah. So I kind of stopped. Because I knew that if I lost my looks. I would I would feel like I wouldn't have anything else going for me. <laughs> um, I would just hate myself even more. <laughs> to be honest. I would just hate myself more. But. Uh, I actually talked about that happening, crying, and talking about it with my therapist at the time. The one that I really liked and was completely truthfully honest with. And he told me that he was sorry that happened to me. And that shouldn't have happened to me. And it wasn't my fault. It was nice to hear. And... I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I just... I've... 
I just, I, I've never, I never felt comfortable with calling any of these experiences, I've had all four of them, rape or, or sexual assault, even though I know that's what they were, because I, I, I never wanted them, you know, and they make me re- regret them all, and feel really bad about myself, and disgusted with myself afterwards, and You know, and just my, me saying no every time in every situation I would say no and just be ignored and have these people just keep pushing and pressing me and pressing me until I finally just give in, just get out of the situation and just get it over with. And so I guess since I, I don't, and I know everybody's situations are different and you should never compare and contrast. I just never ever felt comfortable with going to any sexual assault um, victims like hotlines or um, group therapy kind of things because I I never really was like literally physically raped, you know, it's not like I was, I was forced or, f- or pushed against a wall or just violently taken, you know, and I didn't, I just, I just didn't, I still don't know, you know, I just still don't know if I can ever even consider it sexual assault. You know, even though I know that's what it was, I just, I just, I just know, I hate, I buried them. Not that I hate that I buried, I just hate that they happened and I bury them down as much as I possibly can. And I, I try to just keep moving on and, and just act like they never happened, never acknowledge them. That's pretty much how I handle them. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just going to deal with these, these feelings of disgust and self-hatred and, and, and constantly question myself. It's like, why do you just fucking let it happen? Why do you just keep fucking being a goddamn fucking pussy? And just complying and letting these people do whatever to you without retaliating or speaking up for yourself or or being or stopping them. Why didn't I just fucking stop these people? Why? Why? Uh, Because I could have. I could have done more. I could have done more to stop stop them. And each situation. I could have done more. Yeah, I didn't. And I just, I don't I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't know whether I can call this sexual assault. You know? I, I just, I just don't know. And I don't I don't know how comfortable calling it that. And I don't really feel comfortable ever talking about these things because I don't know how to talk about them. I don't 
and I don't ever feel comfortable talking about them, and I know I should bring them up more in therapy. I just can't. I just can't, you know? I, I, I don't feel comfortable discussing them, ever. And... But I just get so upset and disgusted and I just, I don't like it when the memories come back. I really don't. Especially the, the trans girl who just did what she did to me in my sleep. And that creepy dude on the bus. I just... All I've ever really felt like from other people is that I'm just nothing more than a sexual object. And at least finally now, I've, I've gotten much better with speaking up for myself and saying no and being more vocal. And I'm extremely lucky to have a very loving and amazing boyfriend currently who respects me and is, comforts me and, and is there for me no matter what. And I love him so much. And we've been together a year and a month now. And I'm extremely lucky. And I don't know why I'm discussing him right now. I just know that Hashtag not all guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, so you know, for any of those, uh, air quote, I'm doing quotation marks right now with my fingers, uh, men rights activists who sit there and constantly always say oh men get raped too what about the men who get raped but they only ever bring that up anytime there's a woman coming out or talking about sexual assault or rape or whatever you know they don't men don't these men rights thing men also the men rights activist thing is complete and other total fucking bullshit y'all being fucking special snowflakes like shut up Y'all already own half an, the entire privilege in this world. Like, I will admit, though, yes, men have it really rough. You can't talk about sexual assault. You, you, there's, it's so taboo. And, and anytime, especially if a boy is raped by an older woman, and if it is traumatic for them, they don't get to have that, uh, proper processing because everybody goes oh you're so lucky oh he, he must be a faggot oh he must be gay oh because he didn't like it like oh he's so lucky if it was me oh man I, oh god it would be so hot it's just like y'all are fucking contradictory and you're fucked up <laughs> but yeah so anyways back to what I was saying all y'all men out there who be all like oh men get raped too yeah I just shared three experiences of me being sexually assaulted before I ever started taking a hormone then transitioning to be a, a woman so uh 
yeah, it it happens. Uh, gay boys, it happens. And be careful. Uh, and I just, I guess, I just hope that this episode teaches others to learn to uh, not be me and be a weak little fucking pussy. And be fucking pathetic like I am. <laughs> and uh, be more vocal. Uh, uh, fight back. Um, speak up for yourself more. Learn from my mistakes. As I've already learned from my mistakes. And grown from my mistakes. Um, I, I hope that this episode helps others get the courage to open up and talk about some things if if you're ready and comfortable with it to be able to in therapy and seek the help you need because I tell you these burying it away and like and, and not acknowledging it and acting like oh it never happened it's not the best healthy way to deal with this kind of things because it just it doesn't always come back like, the members don't always come back and just fuck with me and make me feel like shit. Just once in a while. You know, once in a while it floods through. And the memories, and I had to think about it. And I just... <sighs> um, and granted, I understand. I, I have a lot of internalized victim blaming that I have to work through. Which is another reason why I really think at some point I need to find a way to discuss these things more so in, in therapy and to stop victim blaming myself and being so hard on myself. I just can't help thinking or feeling that I should have done more. I should have spoken up more. I should have should just walked away or just kick people out I should just cause a scene and make them think I'm a crazy girl <laughs> pulls out a knife and be like I'm gonna cut your fucking dick off if you don't get the fuck out of here <laughs> uh, or even just bite their fucking dick off uh, I don't really know how to end this I guess I'm just gonna end this here and if you listen to this and uh if you want to reach out to me you can shoot an email at whatever this fuckery is podcast at gmail.com and I'll definitely add that email just in the description and uh, along with my Twitter for this podcast in the description. And uh, yeah, this is hope. Well, not hopefully, but this I'm pretty sure this is going to be my last time discussing some pretty dark, fucked up traumas that I've been through and happened to me in my life. On here, starting uh, after this episode, starting the next episode be episode five. I will just start discussing things like um, horror games I like and enjoy or just RPG games I like and enjoy and reviewing them or 
reviewing webtoon comics or like reviewing uh, web comics I've read or like horror movie. So I'm gonna change this podcast dynamic away from personal experiences and more so into kind of like reviewing things in media that I like and enjoy. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, if you listened.